0: Regina Nissan presenting sponsor of off the Huzzle podcast. And this month you can get into the all new Nissan during the let's go Nissan sales event, at least the 2021 Nissan kicks during the month of November for 1.5% for 36 months or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan frontier, the redesigned 2022 Nissan pathfinder and Nissan frontier have returned to rugged with today's technology. Make sure to head down to Regina Nissan at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan, or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. Drive Nissan. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kosher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy can that guy drink. Nine, shot. Shot, shot, shot. Turn down for what? You're listening to Off the Hazel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off the Hustle, episode 100. My name is Drew Koser. I'm your host, joined by the original co-host, my brother, Troy Koser. What's going on, Troy? How we doing? Doing great. Made 100. Made 100. We're here. Yeah. Uh, he was once an intern, now full-time. Uh, he's probably Dieselin Molson's at the, the Ryder game right now, so Ripper's not here today for this uh, episode 100, but he said we did it. We're there, but we welcome him in from all the way from Alabama, uh, the outsider. He was once known as Outsider Tommy, Tory Codlin. Go What's on,
1: up, pray. boys? What? Uh, Troy, what? Oh, oh, 100 episodes. Sorry.
2: I was just going to say.
1: A, I thought you had a bet going on that you made 100. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no. Just glad you joined the show for the 100th episode, Tory. Me too, man. It's an honor.
0: I love just seeing like half of your face. So it's good. Good to see you.
1: Well, I hope it's a good half because the other half sucks. It's that big worm burner on top of your upper lip there. You like that? Movember. Shout out. I would have done it,
2: but uh, my health issues don't allow me to grow facial hair anymore on the left side of my face. So uh, yeah. Just do a half Kind
0: of goofy. Just do a half one. (laughs) Uh,
2: No. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't need Hitler on here. We're good. It, I was going in the same direction. I didn't say it. I said okay. it. I don't give We're, a shit. Uh,
0: <laughs> before you go on here too far, gotta to mention that this is a Nissan driven podcast. Number one place next vehicle oil changer, any vehicle related needs. Located on eleven eleven Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today. Make the to switch to drive Nissan. Uh got a new one yesterday. Banana lands. Sick. Who? What'd, what'd you get? Nissan. <laughs> Uh, Just a new 2021 Nissan Rogue. It's Ooh. White. It's cool. It's actually kind of cute, Tori. I pulled up to the studio here, and
2: there's matching white brand-new Nissan Rogues out front.
0: <laughs> but mine's going wow. in there for logos up. Forgetting on it, though. Oh, okay. But, yes, yeah, so... You guys are some fancy lads. Oh, yeah. But, yes, okay. So, Nissan, uh, do should we do like a thanks to all our sponsors before we get going? Well, there?
2: I mean, we can try and rattle them all off. I mean, Divots, obviously. 6823 Rushdale Boulevard. I mean, Divots indoor golf. You got a winner's here. You want to get your swing in, get down to Divots, go see the guys and gals down there. Uh, always a good time. Seven simulators. They totally redone the place. Looks really good. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'd like to thank Divots for
0: being on the pod. Yeah, because we're not all fortunate like, Tori, to play golf all year round. So check out Divots to have a place. Uh, great place to be. Great place to be. Molson Coors. Uh, you know, hey, Molson Beers, busies, Seltzer's tori has got one down there, uh, thanks to Molson and Dave and the boys. Uh, Last Mountain Distillery, located and distilled in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. C and B Cutter and Buck, Cutter and Buck, premium clothing. Thank Legit, you. Legit, yeah. That was nice. Yeah, that was Bing, bang. We're finishing our sentences. Yeah, crazy. Uh, what else is there? TaylorMade. <laughs> Ever heard of them? <laughs> yeah. TaylorMade. TaylorMade Golf. Who? Sick. Not a big deal. TaylorMade. Sick. New line coming out pretty soon. New line coming up. Got many wedges, actually. I know. I'm looking at them right now. I'm They're jelly. sick.
1: They're nice.
0: What are they? Milled, grind, three.
1: Oh, I could blade that. I could blade that for sure.
0: Yeah, you and Frankie. I um, could
2: skull the shit out of that 40 yards easily. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what else we got? I'm trying to think.
2: Don't think too hard. If we don't thank him in this, we'll just put it
0: on the tag. Yeah, I'm trying to think, but those are our biggest That's lines. our big guys, yeah. Um, big and obviously Nissan, so uh, okay, let's jump in here. Obviously, episode 100. Uh, we're not quitting, everyone listening right now, so just keep that in mind. We're gonna ride it out to another 100, hopefully, as long as we can. No turner today, but as we mentioned, so Tori and Troy, TTD, what's, uh, what's new and exciting? What's going on? We'll go to Tory first, all the way down in Alabama,
1: man. The Iron Bowl yesterday, oh my god. I know you guys don't care much about college football, but that was a heart attack waiting to happen. But it ended up good. So I am happy. Also, by the way, Troy loving the hat. Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, did they you got see smashed today, though? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and did you see Devonta Smith on the sidelines in the in the last drive? The last two drives? Freak no out. I did. threw his I did it, not.
1: wide open. They
2: wouldn't throw in the ball. He fucking snapped. He snapped. And, and you just it, have to
1: throw the ball in the stadium, he'll get it.
2: But Jalen Hurts can't throw. That's why he runs well, all the time. I, I don't I understand. Oh man, I'm an <laughs> Trust Eagles me, fan. I understand
1: this. Hurts should I not saw him for three
2: years? Oh, he's not a yeah. anyways. The fucking Giants beat us today. Daniel Jones and the Giants. Daniel Giants a problem. <sighs> don't care. I got my ring a few years ago. I'm
0: happy. So Troy Gollin, go. he's part of the team. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <he's,
1: laughs> his band, name's man. engraved. What uh what else is up Troy? What's going on? Uh not a whole lot man, just working. Uh we went to Sacramento this morning. All good there. Um I am coming home for Christmas, so any of the golf nice. boys in Saskatoon, I'll be home the 21st to 28th. So How was the uh Montanas? How was the Yankee-, Yankee Thanksgiving? How was it? Uh very uneventful. Really? We-, we worked. Yep.
2: Oh, okay. So you're uh, didn't go to, like, Best Buy. No, AM.
1: I'll tell you what, though. I almost went on Friday. I almost went to San Jose to watch the Leafs play there. Um, but due to COVID stuff, we couldn't go. So, um, yeah, that's that's really about all that's going on down here. I see the Riders are up 10-8 at halftime. So, that's pretty dope.
2: If you are watching it, uh, whew, it's not, not a game anymore. No, it's not a game. It's the, the <laughs> both quarterbacks combined for five interceptions in the first half.
0: Yeah, it's, it's uh, an absolute I think Fajardo
2: was six for 14, for 36 yards. Uh, yeah, and penalties,
0: so. No fun. Okay, well, let's go to Troy. Troy, you weren't uh, here. It's been a few weeks. Last week, yeah. What's uh, what's up? and work. What's going
2: on? Work, work. man. That's, That's all it. I do is work. All I do is—I no, know it's not win-win-win, but we're—we're work, work, work. Like no trying to make the bucks, man. Christmas is coming; gotta buy gifts. Now, happy, what do you want for Christmas? Are you happy, John Moore. What do you want for Christmas? Try to make the big bucks. What do you want for Christmas?
0: Uh, well, you make it work a lot. I don't know. Uh, save my fucking salary, please. <laughs> a brand new watch.
2: <laughs> I can kind of think I can get you a new Casio.
1: Sweet, <laughs> Yeah, hey? one
2: of those Timex. You wouldn't even know what a Timex is, Tory Woods. Timex
1: Tom- Tom- with the with the night or low- hey, What hey, do they will, call that? This. Like the night lamp or glow? Yep. What,
2: yep. What and what it's they call good. And it's good to ten meters below water.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: But then I can't swim. Uh, how Absolutely. about a Rolex for 100 episodes?
1: It's pretty sick. Mm, I'm sure Let I got my
0: silver stick in the show. Uh,
1: okay, you're not Granelli. Like, no. Tap the brakes a bit. Well, Okay.
2: Yeah. No, I've been working. Like I said, uh, holiday season's here. You know, I'm a big Christmas guy. I love it. So, uh, oh, man. Is that a yes or no?
1: Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, okay. every. Once you have kids, especially it, it's a game changer. It's, it's funny you say that Tori. So our
2: daughter is, should we, she's 20, she'll be 21 here in April. And she gets the Christmas from me. Loves it. Mom, Scrooge, (laughs) Scrooge, Scrooge, Scrooge. And she gets pissed off because I got the XM Holly station blaring in the car. And, you know, we got to, we're just, we get the tree up having a good time. And one one thing I've learned over the many years that she's been around is, as they get older, it doesn't, it's not as much fun. I mean, I just remember when she was a little girl just watching open yeah. gifts, it was just so much more fun, right? But that's the same right, right now.
0: I can't wait to see what present I get, and then I, I keep looking under the tree for more.
2: But you're 25, so
0: <laughs> get over. <laughs> and there's <it>. no more. <laughs> Drew, you don't count.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, so Christmas season's around. Um, house is all decorated. I don't know. We like I said, I've been working lots, and that's about <sighs> it. Yeah, uh, not much of a life. I mean, I know I've been watching lots of my hockey, but we'll get into that in a bit.
0: So
1: absolutely. You I know we did the we did the rankings last year at Christmas time. Maybe this year. Um do do the uh the koshies. The The koshies.
0: I like it. The the awards, like the the hozsies
1: or something. The Dundies. Yeah, the the koshies. (laughs) We talked about it briefly one time.
2: (laughs) Got a good ring to it.
0: Not bad. Okay, trademark that sorry did on the finance figure out all the business side of things you're a business guy you got it you got We've it been up to Drewster? i know you got a new
2: vehicle we talked about that already what else
0: mm, we got a couple of games about it yeah i know Oh, you. how this weekend go You probably just want to talk about it yeah well, okay. move, we'll, <laughs> move.
1: we'll uh well, speak well speaking of hockey turner had a nice uh assist yes she did yeah big assist against the uh, the dinos the tours are rolling
0: they're losing overtime first night.
2: 11 out of 12 this weekend they got possible points. Or
0: the last five games. Last five games, yeah. yeah. So they've been rolling. It's a, I yeah. want to say one of the best starts they've, the Cougars have had in a long time. So the Cougars wagon is rolling. I uh, heard whispers through the grapevines that Nagels getting me a stick. So, Nags, let's hurry up on that thing. I need a twig. Why Maxide
2: do you need another stick? I walked in your place. You have 15 fucking right-handed.
0: No, because they're all broken. They'll throw them away. I'm going to make a nice bench out of them.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Silly had a nice week too. He did. Down in Columbus. Yeah, he's playing good. Oh, man. We got the
0: boys going. Yeah. Hazel bumps are rolling around right now. Um, what else is there? Yeah. I don't know. We're, we play next week. And then we only have like six games this month in December. And then we're on a break. So get through the break and, you know, reevaluate things. So things are good though. We're happy. We're solid. That's about it. Perfect. Okay. Let's jump into hockey. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, oh goodness! What's happening in the world right now? I know the Oilers won last night in Vegas. A tough barn to play in. Granted, Vegas. I'll give them a little, little hug. You know they didn't have uh, Eichel in or Patcharetti, but uh, hey, still. Time oil, hold on. Time Oilers time still go into Vegas okay. and you know win. Like, that's a that's a tough barn to play in. I mean, I haven't played in there, but it looks like an absolute <laughs> one nothing game would be nice in that rink.
2: Did you so. actually say Eichel? He's not going to play till. First game of the playoffs, so quit mentioning his name. He'll be back after Christmas. No, he won't. Mm -hmm.
0: What are you doing? He's gonna do
2: the same Kucherov as Tampa Bay, and they won. And did Kucherov (laughs) play in the regular season? No, he went into playoffs. So don't even say, "Oh, Oilers came in and Eichel wasn't there." Okay, that's not what I said.
0: You kind of did. I said Mm -hmm. a game with a lot because they lost two. They have two guys out of the lineup, and then I said it's a hard barn to play in, and they won.
2: First place in the West feels damn good. November twenty eighth, I'll tell you that right now. Yep. And, and
1: how about, how about Calgary's right there too? Well, they're
2: one point back. I never seen that coming. Never seen Calgary. They're
0: mm-hmm. all Sutter hockey,
2: but look at it. Goudreau is having a record year. Like he's all, he's all, he's got, what does he got 20, 23, 24 points already. He's yeah. like third in the league or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or sixth in the league. yeah. Kachuk's having a good year. Goaltending goes a long way. And that's the, I keep saying over and over and over and over and over again. I've said it for a year and a half, two years now, the Oilers need a goalie. Mm-hmm although Koskinen stood on his head last night, he's a backup. He's a career backup. Mike Smith's on LTIR. Sounds like it's not good. He had some surgery. Yeah. Skinner. Skinner, Skinner. Really? You didn't give me the Skinner?
0: Oh. Setting you up for that. But anyway, I, I like him.
2: But he's not your number one yet.
0: No, he's not. He's not groomed yet. So
2: what they need to do, Kenny Hall needs to get on the phone. Flurry. Yes. Talk to Chicago. Go get Marc-Andre Flurry. Flip him a first-round draft pick. We don't need any more right now.
0: Yeah, you've only won the lottery seven in the last yes, 10 years.
2: right? And we'll save it for Connor <laughs> Bedard. So yeah. go get Mark andre Fleury, <laughs> right? And that's the goalie that will take us, hopefully, long in the playoffs. One thing that I will say, Tori, I don't know how much Euler hockey you're watching down there. He's a Leaf fan. I know, but oh, he's right. a hockey guy. Um, the other night against, shoot, was it Arizona? Just got mauled. Okay.
1: The Oilers. Oh, really? The no, Arizona? against
2: Dallas. Sorry, it was against Dallas. It was against Dallas. Okay. It was Dallas picking up
1: the win in Colorado last night. Yeah, was I a big seen one. that too. Yeah,
2: but the refing, you have two of the best players in the world on the same team, mm-hmm. and you're letting this stuff happen every game. Connor McDavid should draw eight penalties a game. Yeah. But he doesn't. He gets one or two.
0: I feel bad for that guy.
2: I, okay, but why do you feel bad? I know I'm kind of all over the map. You got me talking about hard. Because he,
0: even like, okay, here's an example. When I play like adult safe, okay? Yeah. And if I'm if I'm like one of the better guys on the ice and I'm doing all this stuff and there's an older guy and heavier guy and slower, he feels it's okay that he can like hook me down and pull me down. Well, that's cheating. Yeah. If you're not able to keep up to me. Right. That should be a penalty. Call a penalty. So when McDavid, he does all, I feel bad for him because he does all the work and they don't respect the best players in the world. And
2: how can Batman as the commissioner of the league be okay with that? Do you know what I mean? They,
0: and, that, and thats that And I'm not reference. just saying
2: McDavid. I mean, this shit happened with Ovechkin. No, but is, back yeah. in the day, it happened. With Ovechkin, Crosby. I mean, oh yeah. Back in the day, hockey. Growing up, when we were watching, there were no rules. I mean, clutching and grabbing was allowed all the time. That was I mean, taught, yeah. You know, um, yeah. It just gets a little frustrating. And I wanted to touch base about something hockey-wise too. If you guys seen it last night, Brendan Lemieux.
1: The i apple, was just about to bring that up. The I apple just does not
0: fall <laughs> far from the tree. Wow oh
2: my god Did you see the rant that kachuk went on loved it he said it was the only time
0: he was going to answer the question he went on a rant i i, I you got to watch claude and so do you probably to watch claude tory mm-hmm. the videos i've seen and the stories i read from draper and these guys like <laughs> the apple is Nasty. not from the tree this hey and exactly he doesn't give right a fuck dad. either it, no, exactly. But what? It, okay, here's
2: my question to both of you guys. So we've seen Marchand over the years do some stupid shit, like the other day there. Uh, oh,
0: Panarin. Panarin
2: yeah. threw his glove at him because he obviously got under his skin. But we've seen Marchand do some stupid shit. What? What? What do you get? What does lemieux get out of this? Sus, like suspension fine? What, what do you guys think he gets?
0: If they say he bit him, twenty games. Well, if he bit him, did you see the footage? I know, but they'd say, okay, this is what happened. He bit him, twenty games.
1: Here's 20 games. what I think. What I think will happen? He'll get two or three. What I think he should get is like ten,
2: and I kind of agree with Tori. I think he's going to get two or three with a fine, and he's going to get the shit beat out of him the next game he plays.
1: Yeah, that's what have I fun. Think. Have fun next time we see him. Yeah, yeah. I don't especially, know. I, especially with him, especially with it being Kachuk.
2: Yeah, Kachuk's going to take care of him. I couldn't believe that. I just that just blew my mind. Well,
1: I, that's I think the wrong, that's the wrong cowboy to mess with.
0: Was that the video today? I think it was Missing you put out. It was was uh, Keith Kachuk versus Claude Lemieux fighting. It was just kind of ironic that they put it out right after. And obviously, they did it for a reason. But did did Brady get bit twice? Yeah. He got bit hands? on the
2: inside? No, inside and on the outside.
0: This is what it looked like in the video. <laughs> I don't know. Like I heard someone say this on the network, they're like, if Someone puts a hand in your mouth, your you first heard reaction-
2: that. Too. I saw that too, and I'm like, Really? No, your first reaction as a hockey player, football player, baseball player, <laughs> soccer player doesn't matter, is not to bite somebody, yeah, right? Unless, just- you're,
0: unless you're an infant,
2: infants do that, <laughs> right? Like, and yeah, Claude
0: Lemieux Jr., Brendan. unless, unless yeah. it's a poutine, I'm ds on that thing, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I, I didn't like it. Uh, thoughts on that, Tori? I don't know,
1: kind of. No, it's, I, I, I didn't see it, I just read about it, but. I mean, there's, I mean, we've all been in there and the heat of the moment, but I never biting is just a no. Like, I thumb gouge them
2: or eye gouge him with yeah. your thumb.
1: Sorry. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, that's, something, that's, but yeah. you ain't biting. No.
0: It's gross. You don't know what mitzvah. Disease. COVID times, man. <laughs> Disease. Yeah. You don't know what. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, okay, what so. else we
2: got for hockey boys?
0: I know where oh, I go.
2: I we got to cover it all. Ass, I can tell you that much. Yeah. Leafs are doing well. They are.
1: Leafs are I still, I still feel fired. like they're going to screw it up somehow. Hmm, shocker, I just don't think I,
2: I, they're tough enough. I, my personal opinion, Tori, is same with the Oilers' issues. I said it for two years: is goaltending.
1: That's what's going to cost them too. Oh, our goaltending is mint right now. Jack but. Campbell.
0: Yeah, soups is good, but but Jack Campbell was also
2: just like Koskinen, a backup that's just getting an everyday start.
0: Like like John Quick wins cups. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Flurry wins cups. I just don't know if soups that gets it done.
2: I just, I, I think that's their, their, their demise again. If it happens this year, is goaltending? It'll come down to goaltending because the Leafs are much like the Oilers. Yeah, you can put six, seven pucks in the net every night, but you can't let six in every night. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. So 100%. That, that's my,
2: that's just my opinion. And I know we have a lot of Leaf listeners, but uh, don't roast me. Is Jeremy Hanley? One Jay of Han? Our, is Jay Han at least? I'm guessing. He's no, a he's a
0: Colorado fan. Oh, so he's loving life then, too. Hey, so we should bring these up, though, too, while we're at it right now. Okay. So, Jayhan, he had two, two write-ins. You know, what's one of the favorite moments you had over the past 100 episodes, guests, sponsors, etc. Man, we've had a lot of good guests.
2: Honestly, Drew, can I answer my answer? Yeah. This? I'm going to think of mine. Over the past 100? I don't think it's so much any particular guest. I think the fact that, i'm not gonna get all soft but joining you and helping you out from when you started this when we were doing it over the telephone to getting some pretty big sponsors and big guests yeah that's been my favorite moment is just seeing how this has evolved over the last 100 episodes and it's kind of cool that we have i don't want to call them fans but jeremy hanley you know he's always writing in and stuff and uh and we have haters (laughs) oh we know who we have haters you know, Turner's not here to name them tonight, but and, and Tori. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I guess for me, yeah, it would be the fact that you know we, you started this thing, I came on board and just kind of watched it evolve to where it is today. Uh, if I if you had to ask my favorite guest,
1: oh shit, careful what you say.
2: <laughs> I really enjoyed our next guest coming up. Yeah. He was fun and we I don't want to say who it is. Yeah. Um thanks. Jeez, <laughs> that's a I, I like Duffy. Duffy was good. He's a weapon, yeah. Good dude. I'm just trying to think here.
1: Maybe the guy from Letter Kenny. He was nice. See, and I oh, wasn't yeah.
0: on that one, so I never
1: I never got to stapes. Was good.
0: Tim Stapleton was funny shit I'm and kidding.
1: all the sass all the sass guys they've all been yeah. great well of course they they've have all been great actually
0: yeah.
2: the 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 in show the in person when we did with uh cadillacs and dollar signs oh uh, snapper uh scotty nap scotty nap and dean brown that was fun that i enjoyed that that was really good um i'm trying to think here um
0: Oh, uh, Ted Scott, Ted Scott, Ted yeah. Scott
2: was really good. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. My brain was kind of on fire there. So,
0: well, and he wore the same outfit with Ted that he did today. So. Sorry, it's, it's, from it's, it's ironic. Work, they can't, <laughs> our listeners can't see
2: just you and Tori can, I look like a giant pylon, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, much. that's a good one. I mean, I let's ask it. Tori how, how, about all of our guests, who, who, who is someone that you really enjoyed
1: that we had? A- well,
0: and you helped well, a ton too. Yes. And thank you.
1: And, and I'm, I'm, I obviously, I like the guys, like the local guys, like, and the celebrities, that's cool. I get that. But all the local guys that take time to do this and, and all that, like, I think it's all been great. You know, like the young dudes, the, you know, Phelpsy Carly, all those guys. It's just, it's Prosky, uh, who we have on today, which I don't know if you want to drop that right now, but
0: now we'll do that um, shortly. What's that? We'll do that
1: shortly. (laughs) fair uh ron stewart like they're all good dave stewart i don't know if you heard him but see here's all right here's
0: what i would say to that over a 100 episodes you know let's be honest we probably have 112 you know we gassed a few over time just because it didn't work out or time, yeah it's the connections but not in like a i know this person way right like to be honest tory you know, I saw this guy on a disaster in golf country club deck one day. He didn't know who I was vice versa. And then took six months later And that a pandemic hit and fuck. We talked what at least once a week. Yeah. And sends you movie quotes yeah. that you don't have a clue. You're not, you don't have a clue. And I, get yeah, the
1: yeah, we we <laughs> got to work on that. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> but like, that's, that stuff's cool. And like, and then, so like, even, you know, knowing new people or getting to know new stories or like, um, Here's an example,
2: prime example. I could go through my phone right now. And trust me, I know you have all the numbers, but on my phone, I've got Matthew Barnaby's number on there, Brian Mudrick, James Duff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just kind of cool that we made connections for those guys coming on our show Yeah, and we got them from a, a little bit of hard work and a lot, lot of, lot. A, a lot of inboxing and a lot of pestering, <laughs> but also by meeting certain people that
0: helped along the help, way, help,
2: help get those guests on with us, you know?
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, like, I think like that, like that's cool. But like, you know, even like, here's an example, Brad Britton, right. A guy that was hitting golf shots for Kevin Costner in tin Cop. Like that's cool. You don't need that. Mean, is, it, but that cool. that's, that's sick. So like, I think every guest we had on had something Frank good, good. Was Frank. Oh, Frank, the tank. Yeah. Fleming got my job. At Barstool Hazelbump You're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I think everyone had, a unique way and a unique story and advice. I love the advice question. Oh, I was it at the end of the show? Super cool. Um, Kelly Rudy was another good one, by the way. Kelly See, Rudy. It's just, we've had a hundred, so I just
2: going through I'm my trying head. to
0: think. Yeah, there's so many good ones. I mean, I'm not going to pick a certain one just because. Peter
1: Lombardis was really good.
0: I mean, yeah, we've had so many. So many. Tori was one. Yeah. Tori's
2: been
1: on lots. And like you said, I, I can think of it. When least- am I going to be a guest? I want to answer questions instead of ask them
0: episode 101 starring the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> request was made all right we're here with uh tory codlin Tori, how are things with you
1: <laughs> I Tori Goblin,
0: if you could pick your ultimate golf foursome what would it be
1: you two and my dad that's a really a bold lie quick thinking
2: answer though you lied to me. Like and it's
1: it. a complete it's a complete fucking lie too <laughs>
0: Okay, so, so, so what, what think, he's saying is he doesn't
2: want the sign eight by ten of you and us.
0: Exactly. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I think the moral of this whole thing in the hundred episodes, and I think you know we're not stopping. I think we're gonna keep going as long as we can, but I think we appreciate everyone listening. The guests have been great. Uh the f- other connections through those guests to get more guests on have been great. Um, I mean, can't thank everyone enough, I guess. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, and the other 100%. thing too.
2: The other thing that, uh, blah, 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 blah. the other thing too, Drew, is I know we started this, you started this, I tagged along for the ride as a pure golf podcast. Mm-hmm. We've kind of gone outside the boundaries a little bit and covered sports in general, yeah. But still, our main focus is golf, local golf, right? Uh, and it will be. I know yeah. we, I know we have some people on social media that don't like us because. We say we're a golf podcast, but we cover NHL, CFL, NFL, tennis, whatever. Click but it. but they still follow us. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe they like us deep down. <laughs>
0: Maybe they like us. Might yeah. be
2: Torian is muzzy. I'm not sure. So <laughs> probably.
0: probably. Uh, he also wrote in. Can you believe he did a hundred episodes? Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, I think that just kind of goes back to what we were saying. A um, hundred seems wild to think about it, and we always bring it up. It started upstairs in a spare room that turned into my office and it was on a phone to a studio yeah to you know being a divots we lost Tori for a little second here he's beer run i'm i'm still listening oh beer run okay uh so yeah 100 epi's, cool
2: And, and and another really really big thing that a lot of our listeners probably don't know or maybe they don't care but i'm gonna say it is the amount of work that drew does for this podcast is insane i show up with a beer in my hand put the headphones on and grab the mic and talk drew has to do 98 of the leg work i mean yeah i can i messaged a few guys to get him on but i mean it's a hell of a lot of work for what you you do so i mean congrats yeah. to you
0: on 100 dude i mean thanks but it's it, it's been uh it's been it's been fun Think about it like you know now we you know turners full-time tory you know christian too like he's he's a hell of a Call the content guy does our video stuff, which is right. Insane. So he's he's great at it. I can't wait to get the, the snow off the ground already and get back on the golf course and do some more golf stuff. And Mike, I need my clubs. Yeah, yeah, we need those clubs, Mike. Um, because right now I have no driver to go 330 down the pipe all uh so <laughs> need some clubs, but I don't know. I think now we're just uh, patting ourselves in the back a little bit here. So
1: well, no, but it needs to be said though, because I think you guys all do a great job and growing the game and bringing attention to people that like, I think just the stories, it's just, that's what it's all about. You know? And you
0: know what? You made a point there, Tori. I had so much fun with the power rankings. That's uh, I had, a Oh, that blast. was a blast. Like, and I think we're going to do that again. And you know what? Oh God. Power rankings and maybe we'll do something different next time. I don't know what we'll do. Maybe player of the year.
1: I'll vote myself. <laughs> yeah no you'll be uh, you're my top 75 for sure i appreciate that made the top 80
3: yeah
0: (laughs) okay let's uh let's go to the pga talk here uh i know you have the notes i believe it was the hero world challenge this past week correct Mm,
1: that'll be next week this week they're off for american thanksgiving sorry okay what was happening was there anything golf this week or no nope nothing um but we got next week, we got shout out Abe. Answer Bryson, Kepka. Oh, did you guys watch the match?
0: No, I didn't see the match, but I saw Bryson okay. absolutely shredded. Well, he'll no, Derek Kepka, from Step
1: Brothers. Kepka crushed him.
0: I know, but Bryson looked like Derek from Step Brothers when he's like, Keels. I <laughs> owe oh,
1: <yeah.
2: laughs> right, these puppies <laughs> with the Keats. <laughs> <Or>
1: Keels, whatever it is. I Haven't had a card since 06. Hey, I did not expect to see Troy's belly hair today.
2: I'll <laughs> <laughs> show you the whole show if you it really is.
1: Want Oh, yeah. There we go. Pasty white like your hat. And there we go. So we who won got the Rory. Match? We got JT. All the big names. Dustin Johnson. They're all, they're all playing. Um, who won the, the match? Tiger's it? old tournament. Oh, how about Tiger's video coming out?
0: Hey, is my mic on mute? Who won the match? He said already. Kepka
1: smashed. Oh. Yeah,
0: Kepka smashed. He said it already. Oh, Did okay. your headphones working? <laughs> you said, okay, yeah, sorry, headphones are off. Sorry, we're good. Okay, <laughs> we're good.
1: Just okay, for the last time, Kepka won, and <laughs> it wasn't help. even close.
0: Chapter one. Okay, now back to your other point. You just brought up Tiger Woods. TW's back. He's just come back, and he's, he's winning. He's winning. Oh, he's winning again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> how, about, how about the tweet Phil? of him hitting wedges? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Phil tweet. And then 10 hours later, he's just striping like six irons. There was no update between wedges at half speed to just nuking six irons. Unreal. Probably man. sitting in that, nice was,
1: that was I'm straight excited. up golf porn. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to sound like Riggsy right now, but man, I want him back. You and I bet you again? every single Does player on again? the tour. Yeah. Master. I don't know about a major, but he'll win again. Well, I don't think he's gonna be back by April, dude.
2: What day is today? November twenty-eighth. I honestly, I just, that's still. Five months, yeah. yeah less than five uh, months. That's four, a, yeah. Basically four, four and a half. I'm yeah. going to say his first tournament back, U.S. Open. It's going to be a big one. He's going to come back for a major. That's what I think. He's not just going to show up to the. Maybe no, Bay I, I heard
0: uh, Bay Hill, yeah. I heard he's playing in He's coming down. He's playing in my group. <laughs> Me, him, and Danny. <laughs> you Just, fucking clown. <laughs> Could you imagine that though? it would be unreal.
1: Oh my I'd still god.
0: Day one leader and then blow it. No, you're thinking of <laughs> <a> Tucker. <tenos.
1: laughs> Sick field at the hero though. Okay. Absolutely. But, and you mentioned that already.
0: JT, Abe. Yeah.
1: A Capca, Bryce and Rory. The whole kitten caboodle. It's basically like the Ryder Cup and then add Abe. Of what? Oh, add Abe. Oh, is it add? Uh...
0: Oh, I was waiting for him <laughs> to finish too. I'm like, oh, the
2: cut out? Yeah,
1: No, it's, it's like the Ryder <laughs> Cup teams and then Abe.
2: Oh, <laughs> all I heard was an ad. <laughs> I, didn't,
1: oh. I didn't hear what he said. He's
2: looking over his notes. Uh...
0: Okay. What, uh, what else we got here? What, oh. What's the score in the Ryder game? Oh, yeah, you can do that right now. You guys keep smiling.
2: You check
1: that. Um, speaking of sports, and I know Troy is a big baseball fan. Yes.
2: Yes. A buddy of mine,
1: Kendall I mean, Graveman, signed a 24 sheet, three year ticket with the Chicago White Sox. So, that's so cool. how are you? Chai Sox are
2: loading up again in their pen. That's who we they're need gonna, back on They're the going to lose Kimbro though, and I, I, I know they are because uh, who the hell was going to sign him? I was just reading about it.
0: We need him back on the show. White Sox <sighs> Dave. Yeah, he was awesome on the show. By the way, oh he yeah, was he, really he's really good. good on the show. <laughs> I love that his rants. <laughs> da 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 da. Yeah. Fuck you, Yankee fans! Keep <laughs> him Hawks.
1: Who's, who's the Blackhawks guy? Uh, chief, mental chief, yeah, barstool chief. He was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boo.
0: No <laughs> comment. call me. <laughs> oh dear! What's the score on the I'm looking. Does you you an guys are making home? me laugh. There's here. an app for that.
2: Yeah, I'm looking on Twitter.
0: We'll just go to the app.
2: No, because four minutes ago, the Riders lead 17-14 with two eleven in the third quarter.
0: Oh, we better wrap this up. Here we go, oh, here two we two go boys. Okay.
2: Uh, anyway, Semyon signed with Texas today. Uh, seven-year deal, $175 million. Talk That's about it. cashing in on one hell of a year with Toronto. Hit 45 home runs. I believe it was 102 RBIs, about a 265 of 15 stolen bases. And he turned that into some huge cheddar.
0: What are you, Peter Brand?
2: I like my baseball. Okay, Peter uh, um, Brand.: the, 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 the Rangers, though, to me Tori, you're, you're a ball guy, right? Yeah. Okay, so Samian's 30, 30 or 31 years old, I believe?
1: That's a long. Seven-year contract.
2: contract, and I think years four, five, six and seven that contract are look really bad, really bad. in my opinion. Yeah. One benefit is, well, no, it's not a benefit anymore because in Arlington Park, it used to be a hitter's park in Texas, but they have that new ball stadium. So it's, I don't know if it's hitter friendly or not, like it was the old stadium. But they said they're not done. They're in on Trevor's story from Colorado. Uh, Yankees signed Corey Kluber today on a one year deal. Ex Cy Young. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, they signed Corey Kluber. Uh, Cole Calhoun signed with Texas, I believe. From, he was in Arizona Angel player. Max Scherzer. Everyone knows who Max Scherzer is, right, Drew?
0: Yeah, I am. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Max Scherzer has limited down to the Angels. The Dodgers. Drew just fell asleep. Yeah, Angels, Dodgers, and Mets. He's lit, and he said he's going to sign by Wednesday. Uh, with Syndergaard signing in Anaheim, or sorry, Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, I think Scherzer goes there too for, for a simple reason that you got Shohei Otani playing there. You have a guy by the name of Mike Trout, you know, only the best baseball player in the world. Who? Yeah, exactly. I know that guy. Who wants his ring? And I think these players, these pitchers and other players are starting to realize we better get this kid a ring because he's not a kid anymore. He's 30 years old. Look out for the Angels next year. It's only early in free agency, but... You heard it here first. What's that? Angels. I I, I really do see that.
0: We'll cut that. We'll send it out. Troy has the Angels to win. Is that what you said?
2: It's hard to... Hard to not bet on my Red Sox, but no, I think the Angels, they And the other one, too, though, in the AL West, Tori, Seattle. They're, oh. they're spending some money this year. But they're like the Leafs and Oilers. They, you know, they're always the... What does that saying? Always the bride, never the bride. Or always the bride's me, never the bride. So, I don't know, fun times in baseball right now.
1: How the hell did they not win the 2001 World Series? Like, when they had Ichiro, Martinez...
2: Yeah, they blew it like against...
1: Randy Murray. Johnson. They
2: lost against New York in the final... In, uh, Randy? You, no, yes. in
1: ALDS.
2: ALDS they lost, yeah. yeah. And they also had... Was it Jay, Jay Buner still there in one Yeah. Fuck, love Dude, that. they were stacked. Yeah, and they had Randy Best Johnson. Best team I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, they still hold the longest sports record, Major League Sports record of all of sports. not winning. Of not making the playoffs. If you go through MLB, NHL... NBA, NFL, they're the longest team without making the postseason. Who's that? It's been twenty, Mariners, twenty-eight years or something like that, twenty-seven years. So, Sheet. little little sport fact for you there.
1: <laughs> she. Anyways, that's
2: the uh, baseball wrap up.
1: I want to apologize for my language today. <laughs>
2: hey, me too. I've sworn more in the last thirty-two minutes than I have in the last hundred episodes. So,
1: bang.
0: I feel like I was just at a, on a radio show, like you know, ninety point one, and like I left the studio for baseball Humble talk. Humble brag. <laughs> just like my brain is in a blender. I, I just you said my trout. Like, oh yeah, I know my trout. Baseball's such a fun. And then you said Ichiro sport. and Randy Johnson, and I know all, all those What's guys. What's Ichiro's last name? That's his last name. No, it's not. Isn't it? <laughs> What's it is his last no. name?
1: No, Suzuki. Suzuki, though. Ichiro <laughs> Suzuki. His
0: first name, Ichiro.
1: Come on. I'm done. What he- You know
0: what? Hey, this is the last podcast <laughs> we're doing. But they podcast.
1: go. I think Japanese they go by their first name. Yes, they do.
0: Anyhow, I know he's a left-handed batter, and he's just steal a lot of bases, and he's fast, he's a as machine. Shit. I know that. And
2: at his age, he could still play the way of the shape he's in.
0: Yeah, seriously, he could. He's see. I was more incredible. of a ball fan back then when it was Derek Jeter, Rodriguez, all those guys. So a Rod was, was on that team. <laughs> yeah well and, Did and you know and, alex
2: rodriguez was on the seattle team yeah right? way back when okay
0: Big poppy remember him boston boston and um, who else is there the day that with, for. boston red Sox used to the guy used to wear a, a captain patch on his jersey remember that, the guy that jason Veritek, bloody bloody soft. oh kurt schilling kurt schilling yeah, See? yeah yeah got it all up here who needs new baseball out of the old stuff and, and i watch moneyball 80 times a year so i'm basically it
1: definitely focuses on oh i watched that i watched that the other day that what a what a movie you've never seen it before no, well, I had, but I fell asleep halfway through. I watched it the whole way through. I fall asleep, this asleep through Moneyball.
0: said fall asleep through Miracle? Well, uh, DJ, we're not
1: paying you seven million dollars to play involved, for us. I don't know.
0: The Yankees are. I, I told my assistant coach saying the other day, we're on the bus. He's like, I don't want to watch uh, Miracle. I don't like the Americans. <laughs> like
1: the story's what cool. A, what a movie that is! <laughs> Great movie. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh what else we got here for Go to our guest today? episode 100? I think we wrap it up.
2: You got to drop it. it.
0: You got to okay. drop it. No, hold answer. on. Episode 100. We held it for 3 weeks. We get him on. He's unbelievable on there. He's laughing. He's energetic. He's engaged in the interview. I think he's excited listening to this one. I know his family is. Tori did a lot of light work on that one. Uh Jim Sissons. Like 15 time. Right, legend, fifteen times SAS champion, correct.
1: Fifteen million.
0: (laughs) He's in the SAS Hall of Fame and the Golf SAS Hall of Fame, correct?
1: SAS Sports. He's got a street named after him. Yep. And he's
0: so humble. We're like, "Hey, is that named after you?" He's like, "Uh, "I don't think so." (laughs) Come on, (laughs) yeah, right. Come on, Jim. It's definitely after you. So. Jim is great. I think it's 43 minutes long. Uh, Tori and I took on that one. That was a back that we did two in the same week. It was Ron Stewart and then Jim. We held uh, Sizzle for almost a month now. We did it on episode 96. Three three and a half
1: weeks. Uh,
0: So if I have facial hair or if I look chubbier. And I,
2: I wasn't there for it, but I think the reason you wanted to hold this one because it was a big time guest for our 100th episode, back to the roots of what you started right? We wanted
1: to cover local golf and uh, good on you guys for doing that interview with Jim. And thank you to Connor and Scott for, so Scott hooked us up with photos. Connor helped us with the Zoom and all that. Um, So thank you to those guys.
0: Yeah. So episode 100, Jim Sissons. uh, Anything else, fellas, before we wrap it up?
1: I think that's all, boys. It's good to see you.
0: Here's uh, Jim (laughs) Sissons. Jim Sissons. Sizzle. We hope you enjoy it.
2: Off the huzzle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle. Engineered for exceptional versatility, so it will be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter & Buck on all their social media platforms.
0: Alrighty. We are pleased to be joined by an absolute legend from SAS He has won numerous SAS jams, mid AMs, and so much more. He's our hundredth guest on off the Hazel, uh, Mr. Jim Sissons. Thanks for coming on today, Jim.
3: You're very welcome. Nice to be here with you.
0: So Jim let's, uh, first off, uh, how are things with you? What's new, what's going on and, uh, yeah, what, what's up in uh, Jim's
3: world. Well, right now it is, um, Probably plus two outside, no snow, which is a good thing. Um, Donna and I are looking forward to heading to Arizona next week. So we're looking forward to that, getting ready for it.
0: Well, it must be nice.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it really is.
0: (laughs) Hey, Jim, I want to talk about growing up in Saskatoon, uh, you know, sports, hobbies. What were you up to as a youngster? Uh, obviously you golf and you know you're very good <coughs> but uh you know, all good uh, just walk us through what you were doing as, as a
3: youngster boy yeah um, moved to saskatoon from a little town called lucky lake when i was <coughs> pardon me six years old and we lived uh three blocks from victoria school and then i went to st joseph's which is another three blocks beyond that but having said that victoria school was part of playground saskatoon in terms of of rinks so they had two rinks there essentially one for for hockey and one and one for skating and then so i just loved to be down there that was that was my weekend location skating uh, in the the afternoon or evening <coughs> pardon me and sunday after after church we would go there and have a a Royal shinny game. And there was people there who would be my age at that time. I was probably eight or nine or 10 to guys who played junior hockey. There'd be 18 or 19 or 20 years old. And, uh, it was a great mixture of, uh, how to spend a Sunday afternoon. That's a Absolutely. long way from golf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that, that, that's perfect. Uh, well, speaking of golf, when did golf become a passion and, you know, were you good at it right, right away?
3: Uh, I learned how to play golf at age nine, took lessons from Bill Turnbull, who was a, the professional at the Riverside Golf Course at the time. And he had a winter school in the basement of a, of a building that Blanche Buchanan's had. Why I, I would remember that, I have no idea. But anyway, there was probably seven or eight different stalls and, and my mother took uh, my brother down and uh, i think my sister maybe came too on occasion but anyway we learned how to swing a golf club and then we went out to riverside obviously in the spring of the year and uh and that was something else do you, do you remember the golf course at all uh, uh riverside Corywood. uh Corywood, the 18th hole do you know how, where that is today
1: at, at riverside yeah yes sir
3: well, I, at, I think
1: back then eighteen and one were reversed, if I'm not mistaken.
3: That's right. But before, before there was that hole adjacent to the river, that was uh, garbage. It was uh, bush. It was carraganas. Uh, it was it, you could just make an ugly area down there. And unfortunately, when I was growing up, I hit the ball down there quite often. <laughs> <laughs> And I and I, the good news is is that other people hit it down there as well. So occasionally I would go down on outside and find some golf balls to play with. Oh yeah, that was that's what you did when you were nine and ten years old. <laughs> Trust
1: me, I'm I'm not a stranger to that place. <laughs> I've been down there many times to bring out ten or fifteen. <laughs> uh, Jim, I
0: wanted to bring up before we get into the you know amateur side of things. Um, when you were a junior golfer, did you have you know much success right away or? You know, did you win some junior events? Um, you know, walk us through your 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 junior career first.
3: Well, you know, after I went, to, uh, I started playing golf at Riverside, but it was it was a long drive, relatively speaking, back then, and so uh, I could leave St. Joseph's, hop on a bus or a trolley at that time, and go to the exhibition grounds and walk about mm, six hundred yards to the city golf course, and. A couple, Mervyn and Ronnie Folk, who are friends of mine, we would hop do this every day, you know, to get out there and, and play, be, play nine holes on the Pansy Nine or do whatever. But anyway, it was a kind of a thing that we could do after school. It was, uh, so so that was an easy part of it. It was more easy. It was easier than summertime when you, know, you had to find a way, way to get out there, which wasn't as easy to do.
0: So, Jim, I want to talk about the Sask Amateur, Uh, you know, in 61, 63, 67, 69, 70, 94, um, you know, you were, you were champion six times, you know, first off, that's six more than I, uh, I have ever done, probably (laughs) six more than I ever will. But uh, how did that feel? What was it like? Uh, And especially winning your first one?
3: Well, you know, if if I could remember that, that, that would I'd like to build and light me on that one. <laughs> that was such a long time ago. I don't even remember where it was, to be quite frank.
1: Jim, what the hell happened between 70 and 94?
3: <laughs> uh, three children, a beautiful wife, uh, oh, work. <laughs> I know the program. Okay. We're on the TV. <laughs> My, my,
1: That's unreal, and then you won four midams.
3: Yes, it was. Uh, that was, you know, it was it was an easier program at that point in time. Uh, the competition, as an amateur player, was lots. As a mid am, it wasn't quite as, uh, as as quite as tough. So it was maybe an easier point to be at, uh, in terms of of playing and. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm not trying to minimize the guys we were playing in the tournament. It's just that there was more competition at an at the amateur than was it, than there was at the mid amp
1: Oh yeah, clearly. So, um, tell us about. So Scott told me you won Arizona State Am.
3: Mm, I did. Is that
1: right? I did. Yeah. Walk us through that. How tough was well, that?
3: <laughs> well, it was kind of amazing. I went after I graduated from Saskatchewan. I went down to get my master's degree in phys ed at Arizona state. And while I was there uh, the first year, the, the Arizona state amateur championship was, was held out at a golf course on the West side of, of Phoenix. Wig-wom. Connor just called it wigwam. That's right. Connor. <laughs> There's wigwam golf course, which is still there today, I think. But anyway, it was a, it was about a, 25-minute drive or 30-minute drive out to this golf course. And there was really nobody that I knew that was playing in the tournament. I was just a, a country bumpkin from Canada. So out we went. And uh, actually, I'd, it's not true. Mike Morley, who was from North Dakota, kind of we, we had known each other. So but other than that, um, uh, out I went and qualified and uh, ended up playing against Mike along the way and then my final match was against a fellow from Chicago who was going to Arizona State at the time but didn't make the golf team so it was a a couple of uh, of lesser known lights who were playing as as opposed to you know there's some really good amateur players that that are not necessarily going to school they're 35 or 40 years of age I, I can't relay them on to you but uh anyway they were it, it was it was really enjoyable and the last day we played in wind and i don't i don't think the fellow i played against had any clue what was going on with all that wind and i had of course being from Saskatchewan you 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 did get used to it along the way and you were able to hit shots that were were better defined and so i had a bit of an advantage but yet it it wasn't like i overwhelmed him because it went to the 17th fold of the second round so uh it was a long day, but anyway, victories are wonderful.
1: That's incredible. Did you have a chance to play at Arizona state if you wanted no,
3: to? No, no, I did not. I was a graduate student, um, then just, you, you couldn't, you had to be an undergraduate to play on the team.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Jim, uh, was there ever a, you know, a time that you thought, Hey, maybe I could, you know, try and play pro golf.
3: Only in my dreams.
0: <laughs> oh, nothing
3: no, no, nothing more than that <laughs> you, you know that when you go down when we're down to arizona state when i was there and i'm watching these guys come on the Gulf. and a me with joe porter and uh was one of them morley was another who tried the tour uh, gosh i can't think of the other guys name it and they all were good players i mean uh they would probably beat me four times out of six kind of thing. And and ultimately, they tried the tour and were unsuccessful. Uh, they had enough money to, to last a year on their tour. But if you don't make any money and if you don't qualify X number of times, you're not there anymore. And so all of them uh, tried but failed. And that was a pretty good indication that I shouldn't give that a try.
1: <laughs> and they were they weren't making much money back then either
3: no they weren't there was uh yeah compared to today not a not a chance and all of them had uh were either had had uh, wealthy parents or were somehow able to make a connection with the community I know that people in not supported Mike because that's where he was from but Joe Porter and god I can't think of this other guy's name were both sons of wealthy parents and so They were able to foot the bill for them but uh i think um i you know oh the guy's name is george Boutel. i don't know whether that rings a bell with anybody but anyway he george was really a good player he was a he he was good at everything he didn't hit it all necessarily all that long but he was a good iron player and a good putter just a short game guy and and he he didn't do it so
1: sounds kind of like jim sissons (laughs) good iron player and good putter
3: (laughs) i i wish
1: (laughs) let's talk about the uh 64 Wellington cup team when you guys won at riverside like how cool was that that's the only time saskatchewan's ever done it yeah must has been a pretty good honor
3: that was that was amazing and the um the significance of that was that everybody arrived at that golf course like the all the teams come in and they're there for a couple of days and they're hitting balls and playing and i think the consensus was it was a pretty easy golf course but the day of play the wind was blowing about 35 or 40 miles an hour and all of a sudden these guys who didn't bother playing in those kind of conditions were faced with having to hit shots and, and you would not believe some of the scores that occurred. I mean, these, the guys that came from Quebec couldn't believe that this is what they were gonna play in. I mean, it was, it, it was a joke is what it was. It was, and it was kind of fun because we were, I wouldn't say we were belittled, but we're considered somewhat inferior when when we had gone to previous amateurs and William cup trials, but this day, uh, Keith Reaver and Eddie Ross just shot the lights out. I think that, I think Keith shot 69 and Eddie shot 71 uh, and and favored by far better than anybody else in the field. And it, it gave us a, a great first day score. Second day was almost as windy and it was almost as competitive. Uh, but anyway, I think at the end of the day, one of them shot 141 one shot 143 and uh i i was hanging along with a guy named ernie greenley from regina and ernie and i were uh, weren't very weren't very good ernie was a pretty good win player but he just didn't play very well and so and nevertheless we hung on and for a victory and that's been our one and only which is i'm very proud of that
0: absolutely is
1: incredible yeah.
0: winners win uh, Jim, I wanted to ask you about this, excuse mean like, I don't know, I, I've golfed with, you know, your grandson Connor there in the back and he's a you know, hell of a player as well. Um, how much, like when you were playing and at the best of your game, you know, when you had the time, were you on the range six days a week, were you playing lots, were you playing more than practicing, uh, for people that are listening that, you know, want to win and want to be as successful as you. Uh, do you say practice is more important than playing or playing is more important than practice? I mean, wh- where, uh, where are you on, on that?
3: Well, there's, a, there's a magical combination of that. Um, you certainly do have to hit the driving range along the way. you got to not only learn how to hit shots, but hit different shots and learn how to play in the wind and then, you know, on calm days. So all that is part of the learning process, but you also need to play golf. You need to get out on the golf course and uh, learn how to handle whatever it might that come your way as far as being uh, on those days as well. So I, I I think there's a happy combination in there. Uh, I don't think you can practice forever. You need to get on the golf course. You've got to find out how you, how to play.
0: Okay. I want to talk about, uh, you know, alongside. Oh, what's that, Tori? You good?
1: No, I I was saying, I agree with Jim. I'm sorry. I Interrupted. That's all. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, Okay, I want to bring up two other
0: guys that are, you know, I've heard nothing but good things about them as well and their golf career alongside yourself, uh, Doug Mater and Ed Ross and yourself. Any stories from uh, your guys' playing days?
3: (laughs) Well, well, um, I didn't know Doug until I went to university and Doug, uh, we were both, at that time, university had a golf team and they would try to qualify early in the month of September and then by the end of that month we would go to Edmonton or Vancouver or the Winnipeg. There's only four schools in the campus at that time. Um, I did get to know Doug all that well. Doug was was in the College of Engineering and they thought they were pretty elite (laughs) compared to the rest of us. Now they might have been right but we weren't gonna we weren't gonna allow them to accept that kind of thing. So, so Doug and I, you know, we've been friends a long, a lot of time, but it it didn't get particularly close. Eddie and I, on the other hand, we knew each other a lot better than that. Eddie's really, really a nice guy. Um, one of the stories about about Eddie that I remember, um, and I don't know whether he was 19, 20, 21, early in the golfing career, Eddie was Eddie went to the driving range and he took a sprinkler with him and he turned the sprinkler on and he was practiced playing in the rain with his rain equipment on. Have you ever heard of anything like that before?
1: <laughs> that's be a negative.
3: <laughs> and, that's, and that's how, that's where Eddie's mind was going at times. He is the nicest man in the world, but you know what, you wonder at times <laughs> what page he is on.
1: I've met him a couple times. He is an absolute sweetheart.
3: Yes, he is. (laughs) So that's my Eddie Ross. Eddie's a good guy. And you know, we used to, we have been in the past years playing a seniors tournament, Saskatoon seniors out at Moon Lake. And Eddie has not come out. I think he might have come for one, and I don't know. Why he's not been out there been playing with us? I don't know whether he's even playing golf anymore, which would, which would be too bad. You know, I recognize that our golf skills diminish as we get older, but if you're competitive, you're trying to hang on. You know, you've got both both hands digging in and those golf clubs deteriorate pretty quickly
1: (laughs) it's kind of like hockey even if you're not that good it's still fun to hang out with the boys you know that that is even if you're whatever 40th place it doesn't matter
3: that's exactly right yep exactly right um
1: yeah ed i remember ed would always follow luke sheard who's another guy drew we need to get on the podcast
3: yes Yeah, Luke is a weapon (laughs) very very nice man yeah one of the most I,
1: talented guys I've ever played with. Like no you know,
3: Tori, I didn't play a lot with Luke, so I have no idea. And I think by the time I might have tried to play with him, he would hit it about seventy yards past me, so it was no fun anyway. So I would. Well, I, I'm on the
1: same page. with you. He hit seventy past me with his two iron. <laughs>
3: yeah, he he. You know he 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 had a bit of a time where he was he was competitive. He was in the forefront of amateur golf, and yet. It didn't last that long and all of a sudden Luke disappeared. And that's why I have no idea where he is today.
1: Yeah, no, he's got he's got uh I believe two boys. Um, but yeah, just an unreal talent for sure. Yeah. I've got I've got a very random question. Drew, this could have been on the uh the nine question deal, but is Sizen's Crescent named after you?
3: I believe it is, but it could be after my dad, too. Yeah, okay. My, my, I just
1: I didn't I not know where I had it written down to ask.
3: <laughs> my my father was, was a significant had a significant presence in uh in the Catholic school board. He was uh so so he was a you know he he was present as far as the community goes. But I think it's maybe it is mine because they're all athletes in that area. And yeah. I guess I guess they consider golf to be an athletic event. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, because, well, <laughs> I saw, like, there's McWillie over there. He was a big softball pitcher.
3: Yes, absolutely. Um, so
1: I kind of figured it might have been you.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Jim, I wanted to bring up, uh, you know, Golf Sask Hall of Fame and SAS Sports Hall of Fame. Um, you know, what does that mean to you and, you know, your family? You know, I, I guess, long story short, just what it meant to you being inducted into
3: both Hall of Fames? Huge honor. Yeah. Um, you know it's nice to be recognized <laughs> pardon me but um i i don't know where to take it um i don't i don't think i deserve to be there but having said that it's nice to be there
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna call a, a bull on that one <laughs> you don't think you deserve to be there
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tori? there's some there's some really good athletes in saskatchewan and and i and i I, I don't recognize myself as being one of those. So I'm but, looking uh, at one right now. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, Tori, you have any more here before we're going to our questions?
1: Oh, I, I got a million. Okay. Um, <laughs> how about, so do you have some, uh, any good lobster or Northern stories? I'm, I'm sure you played in a few of those.
3: Oh boy. Tori, we, we did. There was a pretty much an annual event going, um, both to, both to PA and then up to Waskasu. Waskasu Waska was typically held in the, in the month of August. Um, the Northern was early in August. And uh, I, I can remember going to PA as a young guy at, with Clayton Robb and uh, Cliff Schmatz, Murray Armstrong, four of us were all players at the city golf course. And, we went to play, play in this tournament, and for some reason, it got really cold overnight. So the third hole, do you remember the third hole, Tori? You go up the hill. five. Yeah, we couldn't get up to the top of the hill where the tee was because there was so much ice on the roadway. No way. <laughs> and in the grass, yes, it was, and, and we had Tuchs on and myths on and whatever, trying to play. It it was an absolute debacle but having said that it, it was just one of my queer moments of remembering what happened in Prince Albert uh, lots of lots of uh, fond memories of, of playing my first lobstick that I played in, in in the championship I played John Kilburn now John Kilburn was a grew up at the city golf course in Saskatoon graduated from engineering and then went to Edmonton and John just hit the ball forever like, like if I hit it 230 he hit a 270 kind of thing and it, it was uh, one of the most frustrating four hours to six hours I played played golf because I was always looking up and you can't play golf looking up all the time so every once in a while you've got to look down and think okay I, I'm good now I think I can, can handle this but boy it was it was he was up right from the get-go and I think it Finished on 14 of the second round, so it was a sad day in my life that I remember. But John was a good golfer.
1: Hey, do you have any uh, good rally stories? I'm sure you know Gary Riley.
3: You know, Gary Riley is a legend in PA, and I and I know him. <laughs> I know him as that, but I don't know the Riley stories because he's he's. Uh, you know, guys will talk about him as saying Gary did this, Gary did that, whatever. But it's it's there wasn't something that I was involved with that would relate back to him and saying, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened. I was out playing golf with. <laughs> I I don't have that memory. I'm sort sorry. Uh, he's he's a individual. I think he had some skill along the way. Uh, he was a successful, reasonably successful golfer, but uh, certainly a uh, one of the unique individuals in Prince Albert.
0: (laughs) Hey, Jim, I wanted to bring up too, um, you know, collegiate level uh, golf. I I know you played golf at U of S in the sixties, but was there ever a chance of going down South to play at an American college or or how did that work back then? I guess.
3: Um, I, I had, I gone to university in the States, that would have been one way of getting there, but I, 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 I never saw that as an opportunity. I, you know, I lived eight blocks from the University of Saskatchewan, so you know why wouldn't I go to school there? Kind of thing. And um, we, we were there wasn't a connection with with U.S. golf. It wasn't U.S. golf was not that large at the, at that time. Um, you know, and yet, having said that, when I went down and got my master's degree, that that was big at that time with with uh, in those southern states. Certainly Arizona State and company. They were they were they were really involved in golf. There's a lot of recruiting going on. Tori, you want you want so to ask the
1: uh, last one or what? Oh, I can I can ask, like I said, 100 questions. Jim, I've heard I've heard from a few people over the years, because we've known each other for oh, 15 years probably now. How many? Probably <laughs> I would guess 15. No. Keep on she going. Probably 20,
3: actually. Keep, keep on going, Tori. Yeah, well, I was just a baby when I met. But
1: I've heard from a lot of people that you can get fiery on the golf course. When you were, when you were playing competitively, do you think that helped you, hurt you, or, or a little bit of both?
3: Well, you know, one of the things that happened, Tori, when you started playing competitive golf at a, at a provincial or national level, you really had to behave yourself, and I and, and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't behave, behave like I might have, you know, on a on a Wednesday afternoon golf game at the city golf course. You know, there things happen there that that um, you know your disappointments are they're not shared, but people look at look at you and say you hit that shot, and then all of a sudden <laughs> they've got something going through the air, and you're thinking. Oh, why did I do that? But having said that, I, I had that type of, uh, oh, I guess a psyche that I, that was my way of releasing the tension and my disappointment and my anger. That was, I, I expected better things of what I was doing. And mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah. No. That's I, still, I, I, I think anyone who's competitive has kind of the same reaction. We've all been there, and then we all grow up and learn from it. Yes, because I used to be a snap show too. So, <laughs> and then welcome. you see other guys do it, and it's like, eh, well, maybe I should just probably not do that. <laughs> I'll just cuss myself in my head.
3: W- welcome to the club, eh? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to ask this one here for, uh, this I kind of mean, Tori totally talked about this off the record, Jim, but did anyone ever intimidate you or scare you or at, at, at any level?
3: Oh, what a good question that is. I, I don't think I was ever intimidated. Um, and I don't think I was ever scared. I, I knew that the golf is a challenge and whether it's your challenge or your challenge. To beat or compete with somebody else, that that challenge is always there. I I I didn't ever feel that that um, I couldn't answer it along the way. Uh, a couple of times when I made the William Cup team and we would go to play in various locations, you know, I played with some really good players like Bob Wiley and Doug Silverberg, Keith Alexander, Gary Cowan. Um, come to my mind peter hope and i was never um i was never intimidated by their presence i always competed with them and i think that uh for the most part you know they had poor rounds of golf as well as i did so you know we're all on the same page so to speak um some days are better than others as you as i'm sure you understand
1: absolutely all my days are good jim
3: (laughs) Corey,
0: if uh, you got any more here, I'm going to save them for their questions from the gallery. Okay. So uh, okay. off to our segment called questions from the gallery sponsored by Molson Coors. Coors seltzer on a mission, helping restore fresh water to Canada's river through the change, the Coors foundation. Enjoy the Coors seltzer mixer pack with four great flavors, black cherry, mango, grapefruit, and lemon lime. These are all good choices. Make sure you, you drink and drive responsibly all times, please. Thank you so much. Shout out Dave. Shout out Dave Stewart.
3: Yeah, we agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Jim. We got some questions here for you. Um, questions that I wrote down this morning because I got to know and I, and I, I want to know. Lowest round,
3: sixty-three.
1: Where? De- Decent.
3: <laughs> yeah. De- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember now where, where I where I shot it. <laughs> I think I was down in the States when I shot that number. And I think it was at a municipal golf course that's in the center of uh, Phoenix. But that's all I've got for you right now. <laughs> hey, that's perfect.
1: What's your low surround uh, at Riverside?
3: Oh, I think I was uh, 67. I don't think I got to the six, six number, but I think it was 67.
1: I might have you there, Jim. <laughs> Yeah, but Tori, you're technology you're on my point
3: point side, 20th, though. Tori. I would expect that, Tori.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was playing from the Reds. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs>
0: Jay, I'm going to ask one more here. Uh, hole in ones, how many?
3: fifteen.
1: Uh, yeah, Connor. Connor told me fourteen or fifteen.
3: I think it was. What? I think it was fifteen, but I. Is that good? 15 hole-in-ones.
1: <laughs> All right, this has means, been fun, Jim. We'll talk means, to you
3: later. <laughs> that, that, that means you're, you're lucky 15 times is what went on. <laughs> 15 hole-in-ones. Yep. Jim, when, when was your first
1: and when was your last?
3: Oh, my. First hole-in-one, I think, was at the seventh hole at the City Club, which is uh, like 120 five yards with a raised green kind of thing.
1: Is that, that? the one over the water?
3: No, no. Uh, it's not Torius. Oh, oh,
1: no, I know. I know. It's right above the clubhouse. Never mind.
3: Uh, with the bunker in front, I, I, t- right? I'm trying to think of where it is. Oh, you know what? There's a little pond there, isn't there? Like with the bunker? Uh, no, you're thinking of number eight. I don't think number, number seven was on the other... No, It wasn't either, so I don't. It's disappeared just, I, <laughs> as far as it I can recall. So dumb right now, Drew. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, of where the heck it would be. It would be, uh, sorry guys, no, all good. Uh, uh, no, I haven't got anything for you. I think, I think they've, redesigned, re, they've redesigned the golf course, and I think they took that one out of play.
1: I gotcha. When was your most recent
3: what a good question that is can i come back and answer that in another hour or so
1: no
0: <laughs> well oh, when you, when you was... have when you have 15 hole ones it's hard to remember all of them so that's, uh, that's impressive by all by you all know,
3: means. i think the last one i had was at the sixth hole of the regina club nice I'm not sure that would mean anything to you, but uh or could
0: be the seventh, seventh hole,
3: part three. Well, I thought six was a part three.
0: No, part thought... four. Seven's a part three, elevated. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> now we're all on. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Isn't
3: seven, isn't seven a little dog's leg left? And then eight goes along the roads of part five, and no. nine comes back to the clubhouse.
0: So, the old core 16 was a, a short par four wrapped around, and then 17 is yes. a par five.
3: Okay, now, well, they've they must have changed it since I was there last, then because that's not that I recall. Yeah, Tori.
1: Okay, so Jim, not to bring your age up, but how many times have you broken your age?
3: No clue, Tori. It's something that I've never
1: talked a lot
3: well i think quite often but it's something i've never been you know thought of as as doing and you know coming off the golf course and saying oh i shot my age today or i was better than i i've, I've never thought that was significant so i've i've uh, I, I don't even think about it sorry i can't answer that one for you
1: no that's fine do you do you recall the first time you did it like 68 69 70 somewhere in there
3: uh no i do not (laughs) sorry
0: okay jim uh dream foursome your ultimate foursome
3: oh boy who would i want to play golf with Hmm. there is so many that i that i enjoy playing golf with. there is just there's very few people that i've played with that i've said i don't i don't want to play with that guy again or that lady or whatever it might have been. I, I mean, I, I, uh, I enjoy most people. Um, dream foursome. I, I, would, I would have liked to have played with Arnold Palmer. I think that he would be, he would have been just a hoot to play with. I think that he he's, would, would be good fun. Nicholas would be fun as well, but he'd be off the other side of the coin, so to speak, because he's so different between the two of them. Who would the third be in there? Boy, I Uh, don't think. Sure, (laughs) that'll be a that's a good that's a good completion of it, for sure.
1: There you go. What's that, Drew? What do you got next? Oh, I I can talk all day, Jim. Jim, Jim, I just want to say this to you. You're like you're my golf hero. I mean, you are the man. You have to have the most decorated career. In Saskatchewan Amateur Golf. I don't I don't even think it's close.
3: Well, I've had certainly had been I've had great great success and it's all been a lot of fun to Corey. It's uh, it's been a treat to be able to play golf. Um, lucky to have been able to start and play Corey. Um, you know I had the good fortune of being the son of, a, of uh, my dad who was a successful auto dealer and so I was able to have the funds to get things started, and I think it just kept on going thereafter. So, yeah, I, I, I I've enjoyed every decade of playing golf. Um, the uh, when when the kids came along, that it, uh, it wasn't I wasn't quite as active, but I still was able to play a little bit. My beautiful wife let said she thought I should go out and get some fresh air, so. <laughs> Away I went. (laughs)
1: Perfect. Speaking of your wife, did you did you meet her in Arizona or Saskatchewan?
3: No, she's a Saskatchewan gal, Saskatoon. You bet. Yeah.
1: I got you. I'm going to go down memory lane real quick here, Drew. If you don't mind. By all means. So Jim and I have battled twice, I believe, in the SAS team championships at Riverside. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and
1: Jim, the first time we played was the first i'd, I'd known you but we never played together and i was paired with uh dean Trout, and uh-huh. we were playing you and scott and i just remember on hole three and four at riverside i think you hit driver hybrid into both of them and made back-to-back 40 footers <laughs> and i'm hitting nine iron pitching wedge into both of them and i was like this guy <laughs> this guy is a animal like we couldn't beat you you guys smoked us
3: well i had a good partner at that point in time so it was it wasn't just oh. me it was scott was scott was a you're, good you're player. the one that was making the bird <laughs> i haven't heard of the name dean dermatroad for a while no Why? and <laughs> then
1: and then we played together uh it was you and him i think we were playing in the semis and it was You and Scott versus me and uh, Ron Gillowich. And I think it went four extra holes or something like that.
3: And did you win that one? Maybe. (laughs) You shouldn't be so bashful about that. Step up and say, Yes, we can. I'm scared to say I
1: ever beat you.
3: (laughs) That happened uh, more frequently than you might believe.
0: You're lying. All right, Jim. Uh, favorite course in Saskatchewan.
3: Oh boy! <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of time as when a young kid playing Alaska Sioux. I really enjoy playing up there. I I enjoy it particularly when it's in good condition. And fellas, this year it was in good condition. Um, I I would say that would be my favorite golf course. I. I, I don't have a lot on the other end of the scale. so uh, But I think would lead the play. I, and I really enjoyed PA as well. PA was a, was a good golf course. Did you ever know Hubert, Hubert Cook? Hubert Cook was the pro manager when I was like 16 years of age. And, and he was, I would say he would be called a disciplinarian. There was no fooling around on the golf course. And if he, if there was, Hubert would know about it and he would bring that to your attention in short order. So <laughs> I, I can I can remember going up there as a kid and thinking, oh boy, I've I got to behave myself. <laughs> I can't be doing that. <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
1: Jim, this is out of nowhere. As far as favorite courses in Saskatchewan, I honestly I feel like North Battleford is underrated like no one ever brings yeah. it up I love that golf course
3: I, I I agree with you Troy it's a it's a good course um I I don't know I don't know maybe the holes like
1: there's a few well, on the back I think that are pretty average but overall I just love it it's always in good conditions the greens are fast they're good yeah everything's awesome
3: Do you know that there's a, like from three, four, five, six, and seven, there's some holes in there that, that are, it's hard to get, you know, a target where you're going to it. it, Yeah. You know, you you see, yeah, you hit it at the pin, but having said that, you're looking for center of the green or where's that, where's it relative to where I am. And I've always found that, to be difficult, but it's it's a good golf course. I yeah, I agree, Tori.
1: Oh yeah, no, I just uh, that was kind of random of nowhere. But I'm sorry, Drew.
0: No, it's all good. You're the randomizer question, uh, Jim. I have two more for you, and then usually my the last one is usually how we end things off. But first one is uh, favorite or post beverage round drink. What are you having?
3: Amber rum and diet coke.
0: <laughs> That's fine. I love it. Uh, last one here for me, and I don't know if Tori's anymore, but this is usually how we like to end things off, and you know, in fashion. But you know, some advice for a young listener today. You know what it takes to make it. What it takes to be a 15-time provincial you know, or provincial champion. Um, have this su- success that you've had, whether it's you know you, you want to be a doctor in life or a pro golfer or whatever it is. Uh, just some advice for a young listener today.
3: I think you've got to have some intensity about what, what you're doing. I think that, you know, you have a love of the game of golf. And so you're, it's enjoyable to play, but I think that you've got to have something else that says, you know, I think I can do this better. I think I need to do this better. I think I might need to, uh, to take a lesson from a, from someone that can take me where I need to go. I mean, when you're a young kid growing up, um, you have no clue how to play out of sand. Like I mean, none. And and one of the things that I that happened to me, um, along the line, I had played with Herb Pinger Senior. Herb was Pinger's drugs, and he was a pretty pretty competitive golfer. We were playing out of Riverside, and I I think, I think that I, it out of a sand trap. <laughs> and, and he looked at me and and, and he, he kind of like really <laughs> how bad is that so I got home and I think a day later Herb phoned me and said Jim you can't play golf that way so let's go out and we'll spend uh, an hour or two and I'm going to show you how to hit golf shots out of bunkers and so we went on a out to the sixteenth hole at the city golf club. I don't know whether you remember that way back when, but anyway, we there was windy as heck up there. There was nobody on the golf course, so it was pretty easy. We took a bunch of balls out and and uh, and he showed me you know how to stand, how to hit it, what the target was going to be, what's going to happen to the face of the club. I mean, he 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 really was. Uh, he was a good player, but also a good ed- educator, and so that 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 memory has helped me forever.
0: Well, Jim. Uh, first off, I, I, again, I want to say I appreciate your time. I know Tori does. Uh, you know, everyone's gonna love this interview. Uh, the hundredth episode. No way. No, no better way to you know. What do you want to say? Start how we finish, finish how we started. But hundredth uh, episode. Jim Sissons, uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, and I look forward to, you know, meeting you in person down the road here.
3: Nice to be with you both. Thanks very much,
0: fellas.
1: Thank you so much, Jim. It was such an honor. It was great talking to you.
3: Good to see you again, Tori. Take care, Jim. All right. Bye now. Bye.
0: Last Mountain Distillery is a proud sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. Located and distilled in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. Last Mountain Distillery is a family owned and operated located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. The Heart of Grain Country. Our success lies in our commitment in producing high quality, handcrafted spirits. Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling naturally-infused Dill Pickle Vodka, our naturally-infused organic cherry whiskey, apple pie moonshine and more. Our craft distilling process brings out f- the full flavor of grain and leaves a smooth finish like, unlike any other. Be sure to check them out at any retailer around the province. Nothing better than supporting local and enjoying a taste for all. righty there it is. Episode 100 of Off the Hazel, Jim Sizzle Sizzins what a treat that was. Tori, you and I were on for that one. Um, man, I had fun. I, I, love, I, I love talking to winners, and he's a winner.
1: Um, you know, thoughts on the pod? Man, that was an absolute pleasure, honor, you name it. Like, him and Kobe are like my heroes. So, I don't know. That was, it was so fun talking to him. He's just yeah. he's awesome. He's the best.
0: Yeah. No, Jim was good. He fuck, he had so many good stories. He like we said he's a winner. He's done it, you know, 15 time provincial champion. He's in the the hall of fame is everything he can be in, you know, street name after him. In. He's legit Tory. Um, you know, quick quick uh
2: <laughs> anything can happen on Off the Hustle podcast. <laughs> you <episode>. never know. What kind of fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey if we're not having fun we're not doing. hey it's
1: real case. life it's real yeah. life it's real
2: life yep i'll tell you one thing from the from the interview you guys did because i've seen yep. some of it how old is jim 90
1: no no 80? like 70 ish
2: <laughs> well now i just feel like an asshole i did not mean that mr sissons whatsoever but for an older gentleman the way he rocked the zoom oh yeah impressive oh, yeah. Killed impressive. it.
0: He was
1: game. Dude, on. he's so fucking – I I, I want to apologize for saying the F word so many times. But, like, he's legit, like, my golf hero. Like, growing up, like, so I kind of, starting at about 16, started playing at Riverside and played there until I was, I don't know, 24, 23. But he was the boss, man. Like, he was just – He's the best there is. He's like Ben Hogan of Saskatchewan.
2: So let me ask you a question, Tori. You growing up as Jim was your idol golfing wise, right? How was he with the youth? Awesome. Like he he best.
1: He treated us so good. Awesome. Okay. No, he was fantastic. And like the first
2: time. sorry. No, you go. I was just going to say, I know growing up uh, at one of the clubs that I played at, the older gentleman—I'm not going to name any names because I can say off the air. Drew, you'll know who one of them is for sure. Um, as a youth golfing at the course, you were almost frowned upon by this mm-hmm. gentleman because
3: you're slowing you, the game down. You're slowing the game answer, down. Yeah.
2: Are you? You know, you're not fixing your divots. I mean, you got to remember when I'm 10, 11 years old, I don't know all that stuff, right? So, or, you know, or if you had to ask for advice, it was just like it was almost like pulling teeth. You know, they would no. cater more to the over 20 ish crowd and up. Right. But uh, yeah. So it's good to hear that Jim was really good with the children, you know, and the youth.
1: So. Yeah, no. And, and there was a lot of guys at Riverside that were like that. Um, I shouldn't say a lot, there was a few, um, but Jim was not one of them. He, I think he, he appreciated people trying to get good and trying to play and be competitive and, and all that. So um, no, it was a, it was a treat to, to talk to him that was awesome i know i had a blast so i hadn't talked to him in probably 10 years so yeah so
2: I, here's a question for both of you drew did did you know who jim was prior to having him on the pod
0: just knew his like son. you knew the name I, I knew his son okay no i i never knew jim until i i met Tori again and that comes back to the connections right yeah i mean Tori, obviously
2: you said you knew him very well um i appreciate the fact step that you stepping in and, and taking on you know mine and turner's role in helping with the podcast because by the sounds of you so, had a lot of fun doing it.
1: So he, he had to be on. And I think it's perfect. That's that it was the hundredth uh, episode, but no man, he's, he's awesome. Like I probably, he might've been 64 ish, 65 and I played in the SAS teams. Drew, you might've heard of that tournament. At Riverside. Yeah. yeah, I lost the semis one time. Yeah. Uh, I might have won it back to back, but whatever. No big deal. But love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> he, uh, so cover. my first year I played with him, I played with a member who didn't have a partner and he, he just asked me to play with him. And we played them the first or second round. And man, I was hitting like nine irons to his like four hybrids. He'd hit it, whatever, 30 feet. I'd hit it 20 feet. He'd make his putt. I'd miss mine. Lost. Like, he just – he's just a machine. It, it's something that – He's I never, so good, man.
2: I don't think Drew ever had this life lesson, but I did growing up young. And, and what I think it comes down to is our grandpa, Grandpa Mitch. I played a lot of golf with him growing up. I don't think Drew, played much because he was a little bit older. Just but, when he had
0: the snacks and the golf cart, what a beauty he was.
2: But, but grandpa oh, always told me growing up when I started playing golf and learning the game, it's not how far you can hit the ball. It's how straight you can hit the ball. And mm-hmm. that's why a lot of these senior guys, especially like you just said, you're, you're hitting your nine iron where he's hitting his four hybrid, but he's getting the yep. better score at the end of the day. Right.
1: Yep. <laughs> No, so that's coming he, from a legend. He hadn't missed Fairway since 1999. Pretty <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah. So, Jim, legend. We appreciate coming on. Thanks to Andrew Connor for helping us out. He's a good dude. I met him this past summer. Uh, and Scott, Scott. Scott as well. He's uh, the head coach of the Blazers in Saskatoon, where I played once upon a time. Um, Scott Sissons. Yeah.
1: Draft in the NHL. Yeah. yeah. St.
2: Louis. Number no. six.
1: 1991. St. Louis. Maybe.
2: No, Sissons played for no uh,
1: Islanders. Islanders. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyways, so uh, Eat, yeah. watch watch that. that.
2: <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Hey, so on that note, on that note, I think Drew, we should really what thank- an episode, boys! episode! <laughs> Let's thank all our listeners again.
0: We you know hundred strong episode, yep. hundred. It's crazy. And you know what? We changed our outgoing song, our recap song last week to uh, rock and rick. But this month for the Christmas holidays, a little bit of pennies from heaven. Um, love it. You know what? Boy, this has been fun today. I had, a, I had a shit ton of fun today. I appreciate it. Hope everyone enjoyed the interview with Scott Sisson's. Fuck me, Jim. <laughs> That'd be Jim. Too long. I'm tired now. Jim Sisson.
2: Check us out, guys. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Search it. You'll find us. I think Drew, Tori,
0: they're done. I'm
2: David out. Tori. It's indoor
1: golf. Molson Coors. All the boys. Drive Don't forget Nissan. Nissan.
0: Drive, drive Nissan. Uh, Tori, we'll talk to you again down the road. Stay in touch, my friend. Stay safe down Love there. you, Alabama. boys. Hope you Troy. guys enjoyed
1: Hope you guys enjoyed the episode.
0: Thanks, Tori. Really appreciate you coming and joining us on uh, episode 100. Troy. You got a big boy. We'll talk to you next week. Everyone Thanks. else, we'll see you back next week for episode 101. Of after hustle. Peace. See ya.
2: Oh,